When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Get it? The Bird Show. So we got to get Jen on the phone here. She's about to hook up a friend with one of her exes, and she's not going to tell her that this used to be the ex. All right, is it shady or not? Hey, Jen, good morning. Hi, good morning. All right, do I have that right? Yeah. uh, So my friend Rachel and I have been friends for about a year now, and she just seems to have the worst luck dating. Like, I... I don't know what it is, but she can't seem to attract good men. And I have a friend that I dated for about six months. And this was like two years ago. Like it's, it's long done and over, but I just think they would be amazing together. Like really, like, I I just think they're so compatible and he and I didn't break up for like any sort of like weird reasons. Like he didn't like cheat on me. It was like, it was just like, we, we weren't meant to be together. So I think they would, I just think they would hit it off, but I don't know if I tell her that before I introduce them or after. And I feel like if I tell her before it's going to, influence her decision like she's just not even gonna like enter into it wholeheartedly like I I just feel like she's not gonna give him a chance if she knows that he and I dated um well you're a really good friend um let me ask the question because there has to be other virtual listeners that have gone through this where you're like you know what he wasn't good for me but I'll set um my friend up with this guy who's a really really great guy and did you tell him in advance or not One eight five five bird show what would you do here Abby for me I think you're actually being a really good friend by not giving the details of the fact that you guys dated because then you give her the opportunity to go in with a clean slate and be able to make her own judgment about whether or not she actually likes this guy because if she goes in with the context of like well you know Jen dated him and I, I you know Jen, I think Jen's really pretty and I don't know if I feel as pretty as Jen is he comparing me to her I think you're really doing her a favor by letting her go in with an open mind. I feel like you're hiding stuff from mm-hmm. me. Like if you're if you're going to set me up with somebody and you dated him and you were intimate with him and you hide that from me, that's going to have like that's going to have lasting effect on our on our friendship. Yeah, I don't know if it's different with men and women, but I know for me I, I would be upset. I would feel the way if you mm-hmm. kept this information from me knowing that it happened and told me after it would make me feel like you literally set me up. And you have so few things, really, <laughs> to break the ice with and talk about on that first date because it's so awkward anyway in a lot of cases that chances are pretty good it's going to come up, right? Like he might go, so this is a little, is this, is, is this kind of weird? And she's going to go, what are you talking about? What a horrible first date yeah, then. Just, I, just you talking about Jen? Yeah. I, I feel like, I know you, th- like, so you are, I, I do commend you. I think your intentions are true. 
and that you think they're going to be a good match. But I think you have to be forthcoming with this information Mm -hmm. and let her make the decision, right? You've known her for a year, which isn't that long of a time when you think about it. Um, And I I know you think you know what's best for her. But yeah, be like, I have this great guy, X, Y, Z, but I do need to tell you, he and I dated... Um, but I really do think you all would be a good match. I would, and I would take this news bad either way because even if I did start to like her and I didn't have that information at first, and then you give it to me after, that that would make me just as upset that you withheld it from me. Yeah, but if I'm the friend though, there's always somebody that wants to set you up with whoever. And the first thing that always comes in the back of my mind is, okay, but like, why don't you want him? You know what I mean? Like, what's wrong with him? Like, if you, if you, if he's so great and he's so wonderful, then why don't you date him? Mm-hmm. Because he could be great, but just not yeah. great for you, right? I think that's the cliche. Yeah, mm-hmm. but I mean, yeah. still. You would still look at it like that, right? <laughs> yeah, it's so he wasn't good enough for you. He's good enough for me. <laughs> that would be one of my first questions. If you told me that you all, like, you you had dated, I'd be like, well, why did, why did right. you all break up? Yeah. Here's Alexis. I think, like, I, one, I wouldn't want to, like, influence her decision there. Mm. Like, And also, like, I think he would be okay with, like, like, let's let sleeping dogs lie. What's in the past is in the past. Like, I don't think he feels the need to really share that information either. But, like, then it becomes, like, this thing where do you ever tell that person? Because I do have a, a male friend where, like, yeah, we drunkenly hooked up one night, and now he's married, and his wife absolutely has no idea that that happened. Mm. Alexis, good morning. You're part of the Birch Show. You got something to share? Good morning. How are you guys? Good. Thank you. Good, good. So my best friend, I dated this one guy for about a month or so. And like you guys said, like, what was wrong with him? We just like, just weren't compatible. I didn't really like feel it. So I was like, you know who you should go out with? You should go out with my friend Lindsay. And they're now happily married, been married three years now. It worked. Happy ending. So there you go. And she knows all the information. So, yeah. Yeah, I think I'd be honest with her also. I would. I think straight from the top. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then let her make her own decision. She deserves that. Yeah, you yeah, don't want to sacrifice your friendship for this. No. All right, good talk. Jen? Are you there? Right. Yeah, no, I'm I'm taking it all in. I, I, I kind of, like, agree with Alexa. Like, I think, <laughs> I I don't know. I don't I don't think it's, like, I think I think the the benefits far outweigh the risk. Like, Okay, you know you're being you know you're being an asshole right now, right? Well, technically, like, she's taking Abby's advice, so she's not being a. Uh, okay. Someone took my advice. <laughs> I'm only taking the advice of who agrees with me. Okay. <laughs> All right, Jen. Good luck. Let us know how it goes. Okay. We'll do. Thank you. All right. Bye bye. Get it. The Bird Show. All right, we need some closure here, Abby. <laughs> there was a chance that you and your parents were not going to be hanging out, at least on one very important part of the holiday. Yeah, my parents and my brother were going to leave me alone on Christmas. So a little bit of backstory. My cousin's fiance, his dad is like a big deal in the Bucks world. So somehow they got like a presidential suite for the Bucks versus Jags game for Christmas Eve. The Buccaneers. Yeah, Tampa the Buccaneers. Gotcha. Yeah, Tampa Bay Buccaneers versus the Jacksonville Jaguars. And my my brother is a huge Jags fan and he's super close with that side of the family. So it, for him, it was a no brainer. He's like, of course, we're going to spend Christmas in Tampa, um, you know, to be able to be at the presidential suite for this big game that he was so excited about. But I was like, hey, um, I've been talking about this surgery that I'm going to be getting um, for the last six months and I'm going to be hideous and chipmunk cheeked getting my wisdom <laughs> teeth out and I was very upset about this but I was kind of like you know I it was 
I scheduled the surgery. So I was going to be, I was going to let them go. And I was a little guilty about it because I was kind of like, it's not really how I feel. And I should be more communicative and tell them how I really feel. And so I was actually able to convince them to stay with me on Christmas day. And the only reason I was able to convince them to stay with me on Christmas Eve and Christmas Day is because I was recovering from something and it wasn't wisdom teeth surgery. It was something else. <laughs> and I, Kristen's smiling like she knows something. I don't know. <laughs> I said that I was getting wisdom teeth surgery because I needed context for that story when I was telling it. <laughs> I knew you were going to pick up on it. <laughs> Sorry. I, I know what it is too. And I didn't want to say anything because that, that's rude, right? So I was, so my thing was, I was going to. I incredibly <laughs> clueless so right clueless. now. I knew you two were going to be clueless, but I was going to do this bit where I was going to see how long it took for people to notice. And I knew you would notice. And then I, I noticed as soon as too. I walked in so the door. Really? Yeah. Fantastic. Okay, yeah, for so, the record. I yeah. agree. It, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, BS. I texted my husband like at the very beginning of the show and I go, I think Abby did blank. So did I. <laughs> Wait a minute. I almost texted you, but then I was like, Turn that's going to be gossiping. Turn around. And I was like, well, this is not a negative thing at all. It's, it's a great not. thing. I'm not going to say anything can until we, she says something. Can we let Bert and Mo guess what she did? <laughs> no, no, thank you. Turn around, Abby. Let me look at you. No, you see me. Plenty this morning. Yeah, no, I don't look at you when you come in. I just kind of <laughs> listen to you. <laughs> Turn around. Turn around. Uh, side profile. Don't say it. You didn't get a boob job. I'm just saying. She's also wearing I mean, an oversized fisherman's cable knit sweater. Well, if she did, she didn't get her money's worth. Damn. <laughs> Damn. Um, naturally great boobs. Yeah, so yeah, I you do. definitely didn't get that. I <laughs> I didn't get wisdom teeth surgery. I got a nose job. You did <laughs> what? I, yes, really. Whoa. And the only I was never gonna, I was never going to not talk about it. I just wanted to give myself the opportunity to talk about it when I was ready. Of course. And yeah. I didn't know if I was going to get like a botched nose job. Like if I, if I really ruined my face and it was like hurting me, I didn't want to come on and be like, yeah, I got this nose job and now I have to talk about it. And everyone's going to be running to my Instagram to be looking at what my nose looks like. And I'm not going to want to post, post pictures, but it went <laughs> great. And it's um, so good that Mo and I didn't even know. <laughs> it's, it's a beautiful it's work. Yeah. It's really subtle. subtle. It's enough where it really does change your face, but not mm -hmm. so much where everyone's like doing a double take. Yeah. Cause I was like, I was like, does wisdom teeth change your face that much? Cause I looked and I'm like, I knew something was different. <laughs> mm -hmm. I did too. I was starting. I'm like, did you get like a facial or something? You're glowing. I've been literally low key staring at you. <laughs> I, so I don't, I mean, I don't want to say that I can't see anything because I don't want you to think that you wasted money. Um, but you're also looking at me head on and yeah. it didn't change that much. Okay. Direct, like looking directly at me. I mean, I'm a little swollen, so I kind of look a little alien right here. But like from the side, it's the profile. Yeah. Okay. Wait. Okay. So now that it's, <laughs> we're processing, it's so many questions. Yeah. Um, I thought that when you got a nose job, like you were bruised up for like weeks and weeks and weeks. You're bruised for, I actually, I didn't bruise that much. I'm very swollen. Like the bottom half of my face is still kind of like puffy and I'm a little bit rounder than normal. So people just think I had too many Christmas cookies. Um, my nose is very, very swollen, which everyone's like, well, it looks great. It's very, very swollen. Is it? Um, that again, everyone says that huh? it's, I have the photo of what it looked like right after surgery. It's very, very swollen. Um, yeah. 
So surprise, I have a new face. I'm flabbergasted. I did the math because we had an extensive vacation over the holiday because mm-hmm. the way the new year fell. And I may have Googled after the first break, how long does bruising last for no a rhinoplasty? No way. <laughs> no way. So you, you spotted it as soon as she came in? Yeah. yeah. Really? I, I pulled up old photos just to make what? sure. Come on. What? That's why it's yeah. like so, so subtle. subtle. It's and so subtle. I'm like, maybe I just don't remember Abby. Maybe I don't know her that well. But I'm uh-huh. like, she just looks youthful and glowing. And like, oh my something God. has subtly shifted. And it, and to be clear, <laughs> you were beautiful before. Yes, I'm saying yes. all this. I don't want you to think that no, no, no. I'm dissing on you before. But like, it's fantastic. So why? I just I, I just didn't like my nose. And it's, it's not that I like, you know, had any sort of self-hatred. I was just kind of like, we have so much time we, it's such a blessing that we had nearly three weeks and it was something I always thought mm-hmm. about doing I had the financial means to be able to do it I found a surgeon that I really liked that I trusted to do it so I literally just one day was like you know what uh-huh. what the heck <laughs> when, you went, when you went in did you have like a specific nose like you know some people will take a celebrity's picture and say I want this nose no no because I did I I know that all noses can be very, very different. Like you can come in saying, I want to look like Blake Lively, but like at the end of the day, your anatomy is your anatomy. And so I can tell like the whole surgery day story at some point, but I literally like, as I'm getting wheeled into the surgery at some moment, uh, I, I asked my surgeon, I was like, by the way, what is my nose going to look like? Cause I didn't know. <laughs> I feel bad for not recognizing I'm it. I'm sort of shocked. Well, when you come back from a vacation like that, um, everybody is rested because we've had so much time to sleep. And this, this, job is not hard, but it is draining. So I certainly noticed that you look great when you came in, and I just thought it was because we all got some rest. Yeah. What and I was actually going to submit a personal story like, I have a friend who I'm pretty sure had some plastic surgery, and she looks fantastic, but I don't know if you're supposed to say anything or not, or wait for them to say something. Right? How rude is it if you get your face changed and nobody says anything, but then if they do, you're like, oh, nice nose job. Yeah, you're like, oh, so you really noticed. You don't no, want to come off as nosy. Yeah. Oh, no. You're better than that. I'm back, baby. You know, Abby, it looks fantastic. Thank you. Thanks, and thanks for noticing. I knew you were going to be the first to notice. Did you t- could you tell I was staring at you? No. I mean, when I first started talking, I was like, Kristen put it on the schedule because she knows and she wants me to no, talk about it. No, she didn't have it on the schedule. I, I put didn't. it on the schedule. You didn't know? No. no. I thought for sure you put it on the schedule because you noticed. No. no. I was going to submit the personal story that I have a friend who's <laughs> 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 searching. And I'm going to bring it up or not. He's going to look at it the whole time. Yeah. Yes. I, <laughs> it wasn't scheduled for today, but I'm like, you know what? We should get all the Christmas and vacation stuff out today. Yes. So I moved it on to the schedule today. That was the only reason. Now you know. Yeah. Now we know. Get it? The Bird Show. Time to get buzzed on the hot goss from Hollywood with Abby. It's the Bird Show's entertainment buzz. Snoop Dogg will be a correspondent for the 2024 Summer Olympics. This is going to be very, very interesting. So according to a press release, Snoop is going to explore city landmarks, attend competitions and events, and visit with the athletes and their friends and families. He says, we're going to have some amazing competitions. And of course, I will be bringing that Snoop style to the mix. Let's elevate, celebrate, and make these games unforgettable smoke the competition and make the best shine like gold. Peace and Olympic love, you dig? <laughs> <laughs> Is weed legal in Paris? Oh. oh. 
Gungolin. I think he gave up smoking though, didn't he? No, no that, that was real. yeah, that was he. He was uh, promoting a smokeless barbecue or a smokeless grill or something oh, like that. Yeah, yeah. It but, is illegal in France. Oh, okay. so we don't want to smoke the competition. We want to <laughs> take a Delta Eight <laughs> edible competition. Yeah, <laughs> something like that. That's like the one city that needs it too. Is Paris? You are not lying. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, the Summer Olympics start on July 26. I'm very excited. I feel like we haven't had an Olympics in a while because like 2020 would have been the last Summer Olympics. Oh, and yeah. uh, So it's been a hot second. It's been eight years. Because it got canceled because oh, of COVID. That's right. Yeah, so very excited. It should be great. Um, our boy Koi, he'll be back over there uh, doing correspondence if we want to like try to do something with him. Koi Wire from Santa. Yep. Yeah, for sure. We could go over there and not smoke some weed with him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Dolly Parton, the national treasure that she is, she just granted a bucket list wish for a man who is battling cancer. So she ended up calling up this lifelong fan who, of course, is, is battling this. And she even surprised them with a little bit of a song. Well, all right. Well, I hope all of you have a good holiday season. I guess if you ain't feeling too good, it won't be as good as it ought to be. But I just hope this lifts your spirits a little bit. And uh, thank you for letting me be your traveling companion. And I'll continue to travel on with you. How's that, LG? I'll thank you, Dolly. Okay. Well, you take care. And uh, just know that I will always love you. Aww. <laughs> okay. Well, I... I should have sung that, shouldn't I? Yeah, will you? Will you? Uh -huh. We'll always love you. Uh -huh. I will love, always love Angie. Yeah. Oh. What a diamond that woman is. I know. Oh, sweet. She's so great. So that doesn't that doesn't motivate me to live on. Now I'm like, okay, I can die now. Yeah. This is as good as it gets. Yeah, it doesn't get better, better than this. Man. Dolly, just call me and I'm ready to go. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Bert, you are now not the most famous person to use Planet Fitness. That award now goes to Megan the Stallion. Planet I saw Fit that. Planet Fitness just unveiled a new spot with Megan the Stallion as the spokesperson. The landscape of fitness was bleak. Toxic instructors, shady scammers. Mother Fitness was angry. Megan the Stallion. Hello, my hot girl. Enough of this toxic nastiness. So she took her hotties to the judgment-free zone. Welcome to Planet Fitness, where everybody can work out in their own way. Listen to Mother Fitness. Where are my legs? <laughs> I don't get any endorsement money for Planet Fitness, but I will tell you that I, if you're a newbie and you're nervous to go to a gym and you're a beginner, Planet Fitness is a great option. It's where is, my husband goes. It is cheap, mm -hmm. and yeah, it's a great, great option. When I first started working out, I went because of the whole no judgment thing, and for like I worked out there for about five years, and I had nothing but good yeah. experiences. And it's just ten bucks a month, right? It, yeah, it's super cheap. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. Nowadays, you might bump into Megan Thee Stallion. So, like, really, like, what's the, it's only pros now. <laughs> and you might see Bert, Bert or Megan. I don't, I, I'm not part, a member anymore. Yeah. But I will give them this credit too, though, because a lot of gyms you go to, LA Fitness, um, that when you try to cancel, they'll make you jump through a whole bunch of hoops. Planet mm -hmm. Fitness is like, see ya. All right, Selena Gomez is saying that her next album could be her last. This is what I've never understood about artists like Taylor Swift and Beyonce who just keep putting out bangers after bangers. I, I feel like I would run out of things to say. So when Selena was like, you know what? I think I got one more album in me. Mm -hmm. I was like, you know what? 
facts. So she was on the Smartless podcast and in a teaser, she says, um, I'm, I, I'm ready to chill because I'm tired. I just need to find a mm. niche to settle on because she's been so successful in acting, singing, and also she runs Rare Beauty where she's the CEO. And she says she's got one more album left in her. And I was like, that's one more album that I could get out because <laughs> after putting out so many, I'm like, how do you find new things to say in, in interesting beats to put it to? Mm-hmm. It's like crazy to me. I never believe when artists say they got one right. more in them. Never. Mm-hmm. I, I don't believe artists actually retire. They, they tell themselves that, but I, I think it's always in you. Yeah, you got to have that creative uh, creative uh, void filled somehow. Because I, I know for, if you're like a songwriter, I know that's how so many people cope with things. But like, to me, mm-hmm. Selena's always been more of like a pop star. I've always seen her more as an actress. So I feel like as long as she's in the acting world, she'll be good. She's so sensitive and she she has gone through it though. I could see her just going, you know what? I just don't want to deal anymore. Yeah, it's too much. All right, Gen Z is so excited that a convicted murderer is out from prison. I'll tell you about this new social media star on your next emails on The Burt Show. Hey, The Burt Show. So her idea was to tell her fiance in some kind way that he needed to lose some weight. Now, the truth of the matter is their wedding is in April. So yada, 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 health. But the truth of the matter is that she wanted him to lose, what, 25 pounds? Uh, so he looked good at the wedding. Do I have that way? Did she right? give us? I don't think she did. She give us an amount. I think she just wanted. She said that he had gained that amount of time in a short period of time. So we were like, we had discussed and Cassie and I agreed. Like if you wanted to talk to your, your significant other, your partner, like, Hey, I've noticed some changes in your habits and your behaviors. I just want to like, you know, make sure everything's okay. Are you extra stressful or extra stressed? You know, like, you know, what's going on. Um, but we opted not to do the texting tutor. Right. We called it off. <clears throat> so we were wondering how did she bring this up to him? And he had put 25 pounds on. So did she do it? How did it go? She's back with an update. Hey, Danielle. Hey there. How's it going? Okay. How are you doing? Yeah, I'm doing well. Um, you know, despite the fact, like, you know, we, you guys decided we weren't going to text my fiance um, about the weight gain. Um, things kind of turned out just fine. Um, yeah. <laughs> so uh, I'm just so, I didn't end up- some context here, too, if you're listening for sure. the first time earlier in the week, we had the very same conversation and it got really heated on the show. And we just kind of felt like if we did that, we were covering kind of the same ground. And it was a really emotional couple of days. So we decided to pass on it and just say, look, sorry, you're on your own. And then we gave some suggestions on how she could approach it. So with that, how did it go? Well, I didn't end up saying anything. Okay. And um, so it seems that he actually might be taking initiative on his own because the day after Christmas, um, he was out most of the day and he came home with a bunch of workout equipment. Um, he had bought one of those like full body home gyms. Mm. Um, he bought some clothes and running shoes. Um, he also ordered a treadmill on Amazon and, um, I asked him, you know, Hey, what are you up to? Uh, and he's, and he said that his new year's resolution was to get back into shape. And, I I didn't want to say anything detrimental or hurt like or you know I wanted him to stay on track so my I kept my response pretty simple and I was just like encouraging I said good for you I'm I'm doing the same and the next day he had cleaned out the kitchen and went grocery shopping for much healthier options and 
so he's like even started food prepping. So it seems that his New Year's resolution is to start focusing on his health. And uh, he didn't even drink on New Year's. Like he said that he wanted to feel good on his first day of the year rather than hungover. So it seems that he's on like a new health track and I'm really excited. So um, it seems I didn't even have to say anything and he ended up finding and discovering on his own that he wanted to get back on track. So is, yeah. is there any chance that he listens to the Burt show and you didn't know that? Um, I don't think so i don't know but i mean this is if if somebody has no like if he's gained 25 pounds he's noticed that he's gained 25 sure. pounds right and this is the time of year when people make those type of resolutions and um Absolutely. and cassie said there's a whole thing about sweating for the wedding and so maybe that was on his mind as well and i think i don't i wouldn't even attribute it to us maybe he's just decided yep i'm mm-hmm. i decided that i want to get back into shape and this is going to be my new year's resolution yeah you dodged a bullet there feels like best case scenario yeah that's what you wanted was him doing it on his own yeah right I, yeah yeah, I feel like when you make comments about your partner's weight or their habits, it, it feels a little bit like a control issue. And so, like everyone said, you kind of dodged a bullet and you got off scot-free because, you know, it seemed like you wanted to try and take control of his his weight. And he's just, you know, doing what he feels like is best for him and what's going to make him feel good for the wedding. So good on him for taking control of that. And good for you also saying, yeah. you know what, I'm going to start taking it more seriously. Also, I will take this journey with you. That's going to make him feel really, really great. Yeah, we can do it together. What if you would have turned around and gone, I'm glad you're taking it with me because you've put some weight on. And I, really, I would really like you to take that off for the way. I didn't know how to tell you. Yeah, I didn't know how to tell you. This. Dang, I almost called a morning show. Cassie, you're being awful quiet. I know you are. What's up? Thanks, Daniel. I'm being quiet because I, I honestly, I don't have much to contribute. I think it, it worked itself out. I think the way she handled her fiance telling her she was going to lose weight by just being encouraging, but not being like, yeah, you need to, and not pushing too hard was fantastic. And I just, everyone's allowed to make changes mm-hmm. for their bodies. And I think that's great. And I think it's great that she also kept her trap shut and didn't push him into it. And now she's being a supportive partner, which is all you really could ask for. Our listener, Mike here, wants to say there's a serious double standard going on here. Hey, Mike. Yeah, I feel like I will play the role of Cassie. And, yeah, I think this is gross. Like, I mean, if this was a man and y'all were talking about a woman, it would be very different. And I, I don't mean this mean, but if you're worried about his weight right now, this marriage, is, y'all got some serious work to do because we're all going to gain weight. We're all going to lose weight. And it's just really gross listening to it. Like, I think it's really just worried about the future of this marriage. That's all I'll say. Yeah, I think it goes both ways, for sure. Yeah, and I think we had that conversation uh-huh. when she first came on to ask us to mm-hmm. text, and that's part of the reason we didn't do it. Um, but I think when your partner comes forward if, after gaining a lot of weight in a short amount of time and then is like self-realizing, I'd like to make some healthier changes, I think being supportive as a partner is really important. And I think she, I actually think she might have heeded our advice mm-hmm. and changed how mm-hmm. she's interacting with him. And I think it's for the better. I'm not a huge fan of spicy food. But I do like a bit of spice in other areas of my life. Reality TV fights make it spicy. My margaritas make them very spicy. And when it comes to the spice cabinet you keep beside your bed, you got to have a wide variety of spices to keep things heated up. If you've been looking for some more flavor to add to your life behind closed doors, Adam and Eve can help you bring the heat with some fun new items to turn up the temp between you and someone else. Or if it's a single girl summer, there's plenty of options for those of you riding solo this year. Adam and Eve is offering 50% off 
off just about any item and they'll include free shipping and rush processing so you can spice things up ASAP. And you don't got to worry about your neighbors noticing your delivery. Adam and Eve ships things out in discreet packaging. So you and Deborah down the street don't have to make awkward eye contact when you get your mail. Just go to adamandeve.com and select any one item and select just enter offer code Abby at checkout. That's A-B-B-Y at adamandeve.com. This exclusive offer is specific to this podcast. So be sure to use code Abby to get your discount code Abby. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. It doesn't sit right with my soul. That's kind of been a fun theme we've been playing with on the Burt Show lately, where you're getting something off your chest that's just not sitting right with you. Like when I threw a sick burn at Abby and then immediately felt bad, and she did the same thing to Kristen and also felt bad right away. Now, we're all good, and that was all in good fun, but sometimes you're not quite ready to confront your problems head on, and you need someone to talk to. And while we love talking to you guys about your drama, sometimes it's above our pay grade, and you need a professional to give you advice. I've been to therapy and there's something so freeing about unloading your problems on a therapist that has your back and you know is there to help you. And that's where BetterHelp comes in. It's entirely online and designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and you can switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Show today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Show. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, the Bird Show. Had a couple of hours on Christmas Day where I was really, really sad. <clears throat> and I thought that I can compartmentalize this and be all right. And I made a mistake. <laughs> so I went to South Africa on this vacation <clears throat> and I cut my vacation back a day. And I thought by cutting it back a day that flying on Christmas Day would take the sting out of being alone because you're not in a city where everybody's celebrating and you got family all around. So what could be better than sleeping on a plane or being isolated on a plane on the 25th? Where you don't have all that Jesus nonsense around you. (laughs) So the day started out pretty good, actually. My flight wasn't till later in the night, like 8.30 or 9 o'clock. And on Instagram, I had been showing everybody what's been going on in South Africa. And a former roommate of mine from Washington, D.C., 30 years ago, hits me up and goes, dude, you're in Cape Town? And I'm like, yeah. And he's like, oh, my God, me and my family are here. We're right on the beach. You want to come hang out? That is so wow. random. That is so random. I haven't seen this guy in years, right? And I'm like, sure, I got time in the daytime. It's Christmas. At least I'll be around somebody. So I go over there. We have a really good time. I leave. Um, I get to the airport. And I don't know that there is a lonelier <laughs> place in the world than an empty airport on Christmas Eve night. It was so hauntingly empty that I started to get the feels a little bit like, oh my God, I'm so alone in the world. So I thought, okay, all right, we got a time change here. I'll call my kids, say Merry Christmas now. That will alleviate the sadness that I'm going through. So I call them 
and they are having the time of their lives with their mom <laughs> and her side of the family. Aww. And I'm watching them all do the stuff that we all used to do together when we were married, mm. and they're having the time of their lives. And I got off the phone with them, and I went into a mini freaking depression, man. Aww, I was man. so freaking sad. So um, you can't escape being lonely on Christmas. There is no place you can run. There is no place you can hide. I really thought I'd be fine, and it was just a couple hours, though. That's a lonely place on Christmas is an airport. I spent one Christmas alone without my family, and I never want to do that again. Yeah. That is a hard feeling. I thought it was pathetic to be at a TGI Fridays, which I did years and years and years ago. That was amazing compared to what I did at the airport. <laughs> <laughs> so you saw somebody get restrained on one of your flights? First time ever seeing this. And um, it is, it's a scary situation to be in when you see so much commotion happening on a flight. And I was, I traveled a lot in the last two weeks. So I was on a plane a lot more than I think I've ever wanted to be. So a lot of different airlines, a lot of different planes. And No, go ahead. Like, where did you fly to? Oh, man. Okay, so I, I went. Where didn't he fly to? Yeah. That's probably easy. Shorter list. Yeah. Um, Arizona. So it starts in Atlanta, goes to Arizona. I went to Arizona. Then I went to Denver. Then I went to New York. Then I went to uh, Amsterdam. Then Dubai, then Abu Dhabi, then Rome, then back to New York, then Atlanta. Yeah! <laughs> How many Sky Miles do you get for a trip like that? Quite a few. Yeah. I wish my Sky Miles account was actual money. The way that it looks right now. But, That's um, bananas. It was, it was a lot. And so I saw a lot of things. I didn't lose my bag, uh, which was shocking to me because I do that every single time. But with all the traveling, I didn't lose a bag. But I did see some things, and on one particular flight, I, I saw something I, I never thought I would see in my life, and it was toward the end of the flight, and I was I was actually like asleep and not really paying much attention, but I woke up to some noise, and what I guess I had missed was there was a person who entered into the bathroom, and they went into the bathroom right as we were about to go into descending into landing. So obviously they want everybody in their seats at that time. And I've heard stories of people just not listening for whatever reason, but I've never actually witnessed it. So what I woke up to was seeing like two or three flight attendants banging on the bathroom door. And they're trying to get this person out of the bathroom. And so once I woke up, this banging had to have gone on for maybe, I'd say, 10 minutes. Oh my it, it was the, like they really just would not come out. So the male flight attendant starts to actually try to pull the door open at this point, like break it and get the door open. Well, the flight attendants, you would think they would have to have like a way mm -hmm. to get access <clears throat> into the bathroom in case of emergency. Sure. So apparently there's But I a, guess that's it, just ripping the door open. <laughs> no, you're right. There is supposed to be some sort of key yeah. that they can use in case of emergency, but they couldn't find the key. I don't know how they couldn't find it, but they couldn't find the key. So after that, there, there's nothing you can do. They're just banging and they're yelling. And you know the person is in there because you can hear, like, the, the water going, and you can hear them doing something. But I, no one knows what they're doing. And so, it's locked. You can't lock it from the outside. So there's got to be somebody in there. Right. So everybody on the plane is pretty much terrified because you, you have no idea what this person is doing. So finally, when we're about five minutes to landing at this point, they had to contact the police and let the police know to be there upon arrival to arrest this person because they are not um, paying, they're not uh, abiding by the laws. And so... Finally, the person just comes out of the restroom. And I guess the part I missed, and this is where the people who saw the entire thing were a bit um, flabbergasted by the entire situation, because 
Apparently, the person went in as a woman, but came out as a man. And I don't know why. I, I don't know what the, the gender change was for. But when when he came out, there was like um, clothes and, and wigs and things of that nature kind of just lying around as the flight attendants were trying to pull them out of the bathroom. So I don't know what that change of why that change was so important for this person. But apparently this had to happen for them. Damn, they got some explaining to do. So much so that they, they would not come out. So when the flight attendants finally got them out, I think they were under the impression that the flight attendants were going to be a little more understanding after they realized what had happened, but they weren't. And they, they were forced now to restrain this person because they asked, you know, what was the issue? And the person was trying to explain it, but they weren't really much of listening at that point. Mm-hmm. And so they had to hold the person down into one of the jump seats where the flight attendants normally sit. Until the plane landed, like all three of these flight attendants are holding, literally holding this person in the seat until the plane landed. So it's considered suspicious behavior, but it really, who knows what the story was? Like, who knows who they were going to meet at the airport, um, what lifestyle they're living in one city and and different in another. But to them, it was a security risk. Exactly that. So we'll never know, I guess, what this change was for. I mean, I even tried to search it to see if anything came up on the news or anything like that, but I didn't see anything. But once the flight landed, everybody had to remain seated until the police were able to actually walk onto the aircraft and arrest this person and take them off of the plane. Crazy. Now, had they gone prior to descent and done whatever they needed to do in the restroom and came out, then there there wouldn't have been an issue, no? Wouldn't have been an issue at all. I think it's just that it went into the time of when they were asking the person to find your seat Mm -hmm. and they just would not come out of the bathroom. I don't know if they just couldn't yet or what the situation was, but they would not come out. Well, if you're changing all of your clothes from one gender to the other, that's a small... A little Very area. small. Right. It's going to take you a while anyway. And if you're going head to toe on that, it's going to take a while. So that's probably what it was. Huh. And I mean, I really wanted to know what the change was for. And I felt relieved when the person, because you don't know what the person's in there doing. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, if they're just changing, I felt like, okay, well, everybody's at least safe. But yeah, the flight attendants weren't trying to hear any of that. Crazy. No, I mean, yeah. And after 10, mm-hmm. I'm, after 10 minutes and they're trying to get you out and you're not, yeah. of course, mm-hmm. worst case scenario, especially as a flight attendant's going yeah. through your head as far as like what that person's doing in there. Interesting. Interesting Pro- Probably case. one of the scarier moments I've ever had on huh. a flight. Huh. All right, let's get a quick update here from Dana. I don't think this will take real long because she was super worried that her husband was going to get her one of these practical gifts for Christmas, which was going to be a dishwasher, which she did not want. She wanted something more sentimental than that. Yes, and I told her, buy the dishwasher before. That way you already have it and you can't do it. Hey, Dana. Hey, how are you? Happy New Year. (laughs) Thank you. All right, so what happened with this dishwasher? Did you get to him beforehand? Um, I did buy the dishwasher, and um, it didn't really go that well because um, he was serious with me. Um, and we normally, like, chat about these big purchases and everything, but I was like, I'm not doing this again. Like, I'm not, Thanksgiving was a disaster. I'm not going to host your family, and you don't have to hand wash all these dishes. It's ridiculous. So I did what I needed to do. And then um, he was like, well, we don't really have enough money for that, and I'm going to have to return your gift. Because it's expensive. And I was like, no, it can't be. He's like, you don't buy me expensive gifts. Um, and he comes back out, goes away, comes back out with a box. And um, it was a diamond earring. Oh. Oh. Okay. Oh. Okay. Well, that was really sweet of him. 
Well, it was uh, to the point he had to return them because I bought a dishwasher. Oh. Um, so I ended up with a dishwasher and slippers. For Christmas. <laughs> so you had to choose one or the other. You guys couldn't afford both. So you. Yeah. Oh, wow. So I, did, I did it to myself. Cassie <laughs> <laughs> no. is shaking her head no. What do you mean no? You didn't do that to yourself. I mean, it's one thing if you can't afford both as a family. Sure, that happens. But for him to show you and hold it over your head, I have to return your mm. gift because you bought something for the household that was needed is not cool. Like And stuff like that, you put away a little money every month if you're going to buy a big gift for your significant other and you save for that. Now, you had an unexpected expense. It happens. I just don't like the way he handled that and sort of lauded it over your head, he could have gone out and gotten you something else besides slippers. It doesn't have to be expensive, but he could have still put in some effort. And I don't like that he's guilt-tripping you like that. Yeah. Mo, Mo you were about to say the same thing? If, if you actually saw the earrings, that, that was my question. Ah. You saw them, oh, right? I did, yeah. Okay, because I, I didn't know if it was maybe them. his way of trying to get back at you for doing what you did, and he didn't really do that, but... If he really did get the earrings, <laughs> oops, you might have took an L on this one. I mean, did you yeah, have... The, he got them, but I didn't get them. <laughs> yeah, but did you have the option? Like, you had to return one or the other. You could have returned the dishwasher, right? Well, the dishwasher was already installed, and I was already using it, so... I'll go with earrings. Okay. We get to uninstall it. I'm calling up, like, Home Depot or Lowe's, yeah. being like, something's wrong with you, you get to come get it. Who got a flathead? We got a flathead. You're on The Burt Show. Time to get buzzed on the hot goss from Hollywood with Abby. It's The Burt Show's entertainment buzz. Gen Z is so excited that this convicted murderer is free. And it sounds terrifying, but her release is quickly becoming the first meme of 2024. It's not just Gen Z, by the way, because I'm over here and I've been waiting for this moment as well. Really? Oh my gosh, yes. I watched the series. I've watched the documentaries. Like, I have followed her story and it's just like it's it's so tragic it's so bizarre um you're so conflicted over if she should still be in prison for murdering her mom or she should be released because of what her mom put her through and her mom ended up getting what she deserved the whole thing is just it's it's, it's made for TV and it's real life. So to catch you up, we're talking about Gypsy Rose Blanchard, who is the center of the show that came out when I think like 2018, 2019 on Hulu. It's called The Act. It stars Joey King and Patricia Arquette. Incredible acting it's in this. so good. It's so incredible. And it centers around this form of child abuse, which is called Munchausen's by proxy, which is basically a mental illness where an adult or a caretaker will use a child and basically fake all these illnesses for whatever reason. I think in their case, it was to get money and, you know, special benefits like trips to Disney. And so it ends with Gypsy and her boyfriend at the time plotting to murder her mom. They go through with it. Gypsy didn't actually stab her mom. It was her boyfriend. So her boyfriend ended up sending, uh, ended up getting a life sentence, but Gypsy was only sentenced to about 12 years. She served eight years of that sentence and she was released on December 28th. And so the internet is freaking out that she, this, this uh, victim of child abuse who, you know, 
I'm not saying murder is right, but it's a definitely it's definitely a great area. You know? well, it's a it's, small option. Is that so, what saying? I'm just saying she did what she had to do. But, but if you if you watch the documentaries and not even the the TV the TV show was the TV series was very good and I watched that. Um, but there's documentaries out there and she's also coming out and she's following up and she's like telling her side of the story now. But I mean, what this mother did, shaving her head, forcing her to be in a wheelchair, pretend like she couldn't walk. Having she she underwent treatments and hospitals. She underwent surgeries that she didn't need. Why the doctors put her through this? I have no idea. Like it was this, and that she was a child. She and she had been going through this since she was very young, and she thought she was dying. Like she thought mm-hmm. she had all these illnesses, and they were completely fabricated by her mother. I need to call my mom today. She she wasn't so bad. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, Jay, if you see this and you don't know the backstory. You're probably seeing all these like people on Twitter, like you know, cheering for the fact that this is happening. It's like, why are they? Didn't she kill her mom? Yeah. And it's because it's a little bit more of a complicated mm-hmm. story than just like you know, she had her boyfriend stab her mom for no reason. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so shout out Gypsy Rose, she's free. She actually posted a very interesting caption um, for a photo she just posted with her husband. So I guess she's getting a, her husband's getting a lot of hate. <laughs> and Gypsy Rose, she's a spicy girl. <laughs> she said, Ryan, don't listen to the haters. Besides, they're jealous of you because you're rocking my world every night. Ooh. Yeah. I said it. The D is fire. Hey. Happy wife, happy life. I don't want to have sex with a convicted murderer. <laughs> no? No. You don't think behind steamy? I, li- <laughs> I like danger, just not that much. Okay. Oh. <laughs> God. All right. Well, somebody else who enjoyed some D over the break is Cardi B. Oh. Uh, this uh, this relationship with Offset just will not end because nope. she was spotted <laughs> with her... W- Soon to be ex-husband. I don't know at this point. She said that she's been single for a while with her husband or divorced. Uh, I don't know if separated. she got divorced. Or separated. Yeah. She said that she was single. She was spotted with Migos in Miami at a New Year's Eve party looking quite friendly. And so she ended up getting on a live stream and she wanted to clear the air and let people know what was really going on with this relationship that will not die out. She said, I want to be clear to you guys because you guys are making your assumptions. And I just wanted you to hear it from the horse's mouth. Was I clubbing with my baby father yesterday? Yes. Did I get deed down yesterday? Absolutely, baby. So basically they hooked up, but they're not back together. Huh? I'm, I'm so confused <laughs> at this point. She went on a rant yelling at everybody for being in her business. But at the same time, she's always posting her business right. for people to get involved in. And I think there's a bit of embarrassment there for her to continue to go back. I, I, I don't know at this point. I guess she just didn't want to spend New Year's Eve alone and really who can blame her? But it just, this is how it always starts, right? Like your friend says like, oh, I just, you know, I'm just, we're just hooking up. We're keeping it casual. Like we're still, we're not good for each other. So we're separating. And then all of a sudden it's been four months and you're basically back in the marriage. And you're keeping your number the same also. You don't increase your yeah. number. It's your husband. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is your husband. <laughs> all right. For more stories, head to thebirdshow.com. Click eBuzz. The Bird Show. We better get to this segment quickly because basically. Based on what I read on vacation, dating apps are on the decline, Abby. No, they're very much alive. I, I have seen the desperation on the dating apps. People are still out there searching for their soulmates. So, I, and I'm one of them. And everyone's like, new year, new me. And I'm like, no, same me. I'm still on Hinge. I'm still uh, looking for love. I read that your generation is trying something new, and that is mostly meeting people face-to-face now. Well, wouldn't that be nice? Isn't that crazy? Here's the problem. It's a crazy idea. I love that idea. The problem is people don't... Uh, 
approach. Like men, I've never gotten approached by a man in a romantic way in like a bar setting, which might say more about me than them, well, but <laughs> but, I, but I'm not alone from what I can tell. Well, it's a new you. It's a new nose. Things are changing for you now. <laughs> the only yeah. thing that's changing this year is my nose. So. <laughs> I'm still going to end the end the year the, end the year the same way uh, that I started it, which if is you, single as hell. If you weren't listening earlier this morning, Abby came in here this morning and none of us knew it, but she got a nose job over vacation and Kristen and Cassie noticed something different about Abby. Didn't say anything, and Mo and I were clueless. Well, you don't say something. You wait for the person to say something. Yeah, you just go online, and you check her Instagram, and you expand her picture to see if it looked the same before she went on vacation, which is what you do. I thought I was losing my mind. Yeah, y'all are nosy as hell, because once that segment Uh aired, it's going to be my new pun for the next year. Once that segment aired, I got like 150 new followers. I believe it. Like, all at once, I'm like, what if we just talk? Oh, they wanted to see the nose. Your whole life is going to be different now with a new nose. Everything is going to change. Yeah, men are going to actually approach me in public. I can finally get off hinge. But for now, I'm still on it. And we've been doing this segment where I can show you just how rough it is out here called Unhinged. Unhinged is the segment where I get to play these things called voice prompts on the app. And it's basically when they have a question on their profile that instead of answering with some text, like just writing down what their answer is, they actually get to use their voice. And sometimes they get a little bit too creative with it. And so then we get to play it for you to laugh and giggle at and um, share in the misery because somebody has to sit in it with me because it's real lonely out here. And so over the break, I was trying to distract myself by the fact that I looked like a literal monster in Gremlin while I was healing from my rhinoplasty. And I was like, let me focus on what I'm going to be doing this time next year when my nose will finally be healed. And I'm planning to go to London next year. So I was like, let me change my hinge location to London so I can see what kind of men are, you know, out and about in the streets of London. So we have a couple Brits to play. And (laughs) I I love an accent. (laughs) (laughs) I wonder if they're less cringy with an accent. Nope. No, you, um. you, we just need. <laughs> they're just as cringy, it. except we need subtitles this time. Okay. So at least the men in England, they are uh, kind of brainiacs out there, apparently. Right. So there's a type of male octopus that has a detachable tadger. So when it's time to mate, it just whips it off, flings it to the female, and I would assume says something like "crack on hen" in octopus. But I guess it's hilarious because I can imagine that for a female octopus, right, just chilling in the gaff, arms up, watching telly, you hear a chap in the door. And you're greeted by a floating bulb that this is the underwater equivalent of a pig. Oh, and the Tadger can also swim by itself if it gets lost. <gasps> what? Are what? you serious? What yes. The, the octopus pee-pee can swim by itself. It has a detachable oh. penis. Oh. Yeah, a Tadger and a bob is a, is a penis. It's really? Like, it's like a strap-on before what? an octopus. Yeah. And then it grows back like a lizard's tail? No, it can swim by itself and it swims back. So he's like, oh, imagine the female octopus is just chilling watching TV and opens the door and there's just one, a penis. Bob in there. So there's a knock on the door. Yeah, he's like, it's the equivalent of a D pick for all an octopus. He's like, you oh. up. Had I understood that, it would have been fascinating. <laughs> You're right. I don't know, but that was never on Blue Planet, so by the way. Um, like, they should have done it. Yeah. It's like a penis boomerang? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a Tesla. It puts in the directions. It's like, head to Sally's house. Come back when you're done. So not only are they a little bit of a brainiac, uh, not only are they brainiacs over in England, but they are kind of philosophical. 
How do we know that thermometers are correct? Because the only way you could measure a thermometer is with another thermometer. But all the way back to when they created thermometers, how did they measure it for the first ever thermometer? <laughs> they must have better drugs out in England. <laughs> <laughs> or they need better drugs out in England. <laughs> yeah, she wants to be smart. Go ahead. No. Just no, go ahead. You can't hold it back. Yeah. If you know the boiling it? point of water is 212, <laughs> you can calibrate your thermometer by boiling some water and sticking it in there. And if it shows up on your thermometer as 212, then it's correct. But how did they know that the boiling point was 212 degrees? Oh, because we made it up, obviously. Duh. <laughs> <laughs> you have to value at some point. I guess you just know more things when you're born in England. <laughs> we're here in America. We're like, how does water work? <laughs> we're like, Celsius what? <laughs> all right, I feel like we need something a little bit more American to chase all the British philosophicalness that we just heard. So <laughs> um, I found an American in England um, who might be the most American person to ever be American. What's up, ladies? My name is Drake, and here's some... Things that I love: wings, beer, sports, motorcycles, Harley Davidson, hot sauce, hot wings, dirt bikes, high revving <laughs> engines. And if you don't like any of these things, get the out. If you do, drop a like, and I'll see you later. You have a, a duty as an American to act differently, <laughs> to represent your country differently. This is how he's ripping people out, out in London or whatever. It's really pushing the stereotypes that Americans love beer and hot wings. Um, Americans also apparently are not super smart out there either. I haven't been in like three years because I am too scared to call them and make an appointment. So, I think I should do that because there's probably something wrong with me. Sorry, he was talking about making a doctor appointment as an adult. Oh, so, wow. I think that there should be somebody from the government that is scanning these. And when an American sounds that stupid, they should pull his citizenship before he can get back in the time. <laughs> <laughs> I just think they should do that with men, period, on dating apps. Like, if you see something like this, you should be able to boot them off the island. Uh, something that Americans are also really good at are impressions and having really great taste in Pixar movies. Okay, this is my impression of Ratatouille. I'm a rat. I like to cook. Yeah, f you, pasta, Mr. Ginger. <laughs> Something else that's a little bit off base about these Americans in London is their preferences because apparently being attracted to the beauty standard is weird. I'm really attracted to girls who are super skinny, even though, even though they don't need to be skinny. I like girls who aren't skinny too, but it's a weird attraction of mine. He's just yawning his way through it. <laughs> He's like, probably shouldn't have said that, but like, you know, it's my preference. <laughs> just the beauty standard. <laughs> and my last one is just proof that Americans, we at least have um, a very dark sense of humor. A life goal of mine is to have a girl that is so hot, she makes me look like um, a make-a-wish kid who asked for some... What? What? <laughs> I really wish we didn't have to. It's so much better without the blue. And that's the out, huh? That's the out. All right. Dark humor. <laughs> it's the Burt Show. 
Thanks for listening. Get more Bird Show fix at thebirdshow.com or follow us on social media at The Bird Show.